You are listening to ACPN. The podcast where we talk about zombie movies. Are you an old man with a lisp <laughs> or a zombie? I don't know how zombies talk. Can you they said, talk? You said, welcome to Rewind Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to love it, I promise you. You sound like an old Jewish man <laughs> on the verge of death. <laughs> Has there been an example of a talking zombie? Uh, was, there was a movie where a girl fell in love with a zombie. Uh, uh, like a came out after this movie well i I failed i don't know if he talks but (laughs) yeah i don't know um welcome to rewind cinema this is the show where we go back in time and we pick random movies to discuss and uh my name is matt morris and sometimes i do weird voices that don't really pan out and that happens a lot but and and that's okay my co-host you live on the edge my name is gabe whitehurst he's much better in impressions do an impression right now um uh, <laughs> but okay here's my here's my terrible bill nye okay. coming up with this on the fly never rehearsed this <laughs> he, he has kind of that nasally voice yeah oh <clears throat> but i ran it under the tap that's know, not that's uh, not bad it's not terrible honestly better than i thought it was going to be i ran it under the tap what an under cold such tap a british bomb, thing to do i love that yeah. that scene yeah um so Sorry, that was terrible. Don't judge me. No, 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 no. Honestly, better than I was expecting. Gabe. Okay, I'll okay, be honest okay, with you. Okay. All right, so uh, we have a voicemail. Oh, I don't know if we got any this week because we're recording the same episode. Oh, on I thought the day. you meant we had a voicemail to listen to. No, oh, no, so no, no, excited. no. But we want one. So if you want to chat us, if you want to get on our show, just call 908 768 2636. It's a dedicated voicemail line. Nobody's going to pick up. You're just going to hear a, like a prompt that's going to say, the Google subscriber you have called is not available, so please leave a message. And you will leave a message, and you will say, I love Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead touched me in such an intimate way. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Touched my heart. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that's, that's where I was yeah, going Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's like in uh, School of Rock when he goes, I've been touched by your kids, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I've touched them too. And the parents yeah. go, "Oh my gosh, it's so great!" School of Rock, one of those movies you don't think of very often, but a great movie. Excellent, Rich Richard Linklater. Yes, so yes, great movie. Uh, yeah, call us, call us. You know why? If you don't call us, I'm gonna start calling us yeah. and just leaving voice because I just want to talk about movies. So yeah, he's just gonna start calling you randomly. He's gonna yeah. get your number. Yeah, and call yeah, you. I, I will. We have ways to find out who's listening, and yeah. I'll call you up and make you call. Ooh, gave us um, his ways. You don't want that to happen. Very similarly, I nailed it on the first try this you time. You did. I'm proud of you. Uh, leave us an Apple Podcast review if you have time. Those really encourage us. They help us out. They keep us going. I uh, Every time I get an Apple Podcast review, I can't sleep at night. I'm so excited. He really can't. He texts me at like 4 a.m. Like, Gabe, this this review is keeping me up. Keeping me up, I'm like, dude. I'm like, I'm. it's not keeping me up, so don't text me. Yeah. And and every time I get an Apple Podcast review, I go to the I go to the gym the next day and yeah. I just pump iron all day because I'm makes, so hyped. It makes us better men. It really does. Yeah. So please do that. Uh, My but, beard gets like a little like thicker, fuller, thicker, and yeah, shinier. Yeah. It's like a Paul Bunyan beard. 
I think there's a testosterone thing associated with yeah. these reviews. It's an endorphin high. Yeah, that's for sure. You you open your Apple Podcast, you scroll down to your ratings, and you see a new review. It's like and, candy. <sighs> yeah, it's it, it's like a spicy meatball. It's just perfect. Oh wait, hold hold on, hold on. I got oh. it. <laughs> you should have made that go on for about five seconds longer. Oh. No, it, it, Next time, it's too late now. Next I'll see time. if I can splice it, duplicate uh, it. And I'm having a beer. It. Matt's having a beer. Yeah. Um. So, just wanted you all just, to know. That's a good fact. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's fall. Oh. It's crisp. Yeah. It's a fun. It, it's, it's a beautiful day here. In New we're, York. we're drinking the same brand of beer. We are. I just realized that. Uh, Peak Organic. We're not sponsored by Peak what, Organic. What are we hipsters? We have to drink organic beer now. I don't know. I just I like the way it tastes. You know, I didn't even buy this because it was organic. I just it was a. It's called Fall IPA or Autumn yeah. IPA. And I was like, oh, it's autumn. And it has a beautiful can. It does. I, and I, I'm a marketing sucker. You really are. For beer. Especially. I am for everything. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I also, I, I bought a Doughboys t-shirt that it's going to be embarrassing to wear, but I think I'll get used to it. Yeah. I still don't understand it, but, uh, <laughs> but let's hey, take man. a picture and put it on our Twitter for our listeners yeah, to, I will. To, to review. I've been meaning to tweet them wearing it, so I'll do that. Okay. All right, so uh, I pulled an article today. There was news recently, right? There was some devastating news that mm. Liam Neeson was retiring from action movies. And you know Liam Neeson, Taken. Yeah. Liam Neeson's is one of my favorite actors. Yeah, and, and he said, I'm done with action movies. I'm retiring. But Gabe, he went back on that. He's not done with action movies. He will find you. And he will kill you. <laughs> That's a throwback to one of our first episodes. I Liam think. Yeah. Neeson's is incredible. Yeah, Liam yeah. Neeson's. That I'm, there I'm are gonna, a lot. There are a lot of them. I'm going to keep saying it until you you haven't realized I'm I'm, I'm making his name plural. Well, Liam Neeson's. Uh, Key and Peele had a hilarious skit. Oh, where they talk about Liam Neeson's. Oh, okay. It's very funny. I knew you were making it plural, but I didn't get the joke. Anyway, I feel like an idiot. Liam Neeson's. Praise the Lord for him and his action movie thing he says in this article he's like i'm I'm gonna make these till i die man yeah he's like i'm in i'm in like the prime of my life right now yeah so i wonder if he just had a change of heart or if he actually ever said he was retiring yeah, i don't movie news, not. man. I, I i feel like he was being fun and cheeky when he's like i'm unretired but i don't think he ever said he was <sighs> i don't know you, you can't trust movie news these journalists are just trying to get clicks that's <laughs> all they want journalists <laughs> am i right <laughs> read our blog <laughs> rewindcinema.com i'm never breaking movie news but i make movie reviews. you know we should throw them all in jail because they're all just yeah, they're they're all communists. I'm gonna start a website where I just make speculative movie news. I'm gonna start a website where I'm only review one Liam Neeson movie for the rest of time. Well, you're gonna run out before. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean like the same movie. Oh, yeah. Ooh, every post has to be Ooh. an in-depth review of one movie. People might enjoy that for the novelty of it. Maybe like that Jerry Maguire store that only has yeah. copies of Jerry Maguire. Yeah. How did that do? It's I don't know. Is it still around? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. But he, in LA. he has that movie uh, coming out. I just saw the trailer, The Commuter. That was supposed to be his last one. Oh, I mean, it looks it looks cool. It yeah. looks like a it, it looks like it looks like a better made version of the last five Liam Neeson's action mm-hmm. movies. Somebody goes missing. Liam Neeson is on the case. Liam Neeson's is on the case. He's got to find him, <laughs> or something. I don't even know what it's about. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. But you know what? He can still uh, he can still act because yeah, 
that. He has a movie out right now called Mark Felt, the man who brought down the White House. Mm-hmm. And it's about uh, Deep Throat. Yeah. The whole investigation with well, Nixon and everything. And so, like, that looks interesting. What's your favorite Liam Neeson movie? Hmm. Because I, I, I don't know his entire... Do you have to say Schindler's List? I guess you do. Is that like a rule? <laughs> yeah, I guess you do or people are going to be uh, mad at you. I mean, that's a great, that's a great movie. I, I, don't, I don't know if it's my favorite. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. That is pretty tough. He, he's, he's had a long career. He's had a lot. Uh, the, the Gray is like a good philosophical movie. It's not I a never great. Saw it. it's, it's not that good of a movie, so yeah. I'm not going to say that, but it's, it's good. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah, I guess. Maybe, I, maybe he doesn't have a lot of great movies. He was in Battleship. <laughs> See, that's. Uh, as I'm looking at his, his thing here, he does a lot of stuff. Like, Love Actually is great. The Nut Job. Gangs of New York. K-19, The Widowmaker, I didn't see that, but uh, he's good in Star Wars. As, Ted, as, too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess you have to say Schindler's List. Yeah. That's what, looking at this yep, list, I guess yep, you have to uh, say yep, it. Uh, now I'm seeing that. I didn't see Rob Roy. I heard it had a good soundtrack. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I'll say, I, I would say looking at this, I don't know, Batman Begins might be second. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in the Lego movie. Because I'm, I'm not like a, I'm not a, I'm not a taken apologist. I, I don't, I'm not like, I don't really like it that much. So yeah, no, it's okay. You shouldn't. You should. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. So yeah, Schindler's List. Maybe I don't know. Schindler's but List. I, he's still great. Yeah, he's, he's a great actor. Yeah, he will find you, and he, he will kill you. He will find you. He will kill you if you take his daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So us, we're fine. We have not taken his daughter, as no, far no. as I know. Maybe you have. But I, I I had a plan to, but then he said yeah, that, and then true, I, I, true. I, I stopped. You heeded the call. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our end of our Liam Neeson talk. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the movie we're talking about today. And as I mentioned in the last episode, you will hear gushing about this movie. I am not afraid to say that. If you don't like this movie and that will offend you, just just turn me off right now. You know what? Uh, to counter that. You might not hear it from me. Ooh. And you, Matt, are going to have to be okay with that. No, no, no. I want no. you to respect my opinion. I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs <laughs> until you agree with me. What are you, Antifa? Is that what you are? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, today we're talking about Sean of the Dead. I'm not saying it was you. I know, man. I'm saying it was Ed. Right. I can't live like this. I mean, just look at the state of it. We're not students anymore. I mean, it's not like he even brings any real money into the house. Well, he brings a bit. What? Dealing drugs? Oh, he sells a bit of weed every now and again, you know? You've sold puff. Yeah, once, at college, to you. Well, look, I've known him since primary school, you know? I like having him around, he's a laugh. Well, because he can impersonate an orangutan. Fuck a doodle do. Oh, leave him alone. All right, I admit, he can be pretty funny on occasion. At that time, we stayed up all night drinking apple schnapps and playing Tekken 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When was that? That was five years ago. When's he going home? Hey, man, listen. Um, oh, top left. Uh-huh. What's going to say? Reload? I'm on it. Um, since... Oh, my God. Thanks. <laughs> Two seconds. You all right, Noodle? Hello, mate. Go on, No, man. I ain't got nothing. What? You ain't got nothing to solve? I've only got an emery myself. Alright. Bye. Listen. Ed. Since you're not working at the moment, uh, could you please clean up a bit? Yep. And if you play the answer machine, could you take down everyone's messages, not just your own? Yep. It's not that taxing, is it? Why do you think something on a little scrap of paper? No. 
Ouais. Shaun of the Dead is a 2004 film starring Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, and Bill Nye are probably the three names that Americans are going to recognize. There are some British comedians in here, and, and British actors have been in a lot of British movies that yeah. don't necessarily see time over here. Yeah. But those are certainly the most recognizable for Americans, I think. Uh, Penelope Wilton is the mom, and she's mm. she's a big actress. She's in a ton of stuff. She's Barbara. She's in Downton Abbey. She's in a, a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. She's a great actress. Yeah. Actor, I actress. try not to let British people into my life. Ah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Is it what is it? Is it? It's the, the blood sausage. It's yeah. If they didn't have blood sausage, I would be fine with it's them. It's the blood sausage. Can't handle that. Like, is it <laughs> coagulated blood? Yes. Is it is it meat or is it blood? It is blood, my friend. It's not meat. It is blood. Because Bourdain loves blood sausage. Well, Bourdain will eat. He'll he'll anything. eat like doo doo. I'm then... I'm pretty sure it's blood. Uh, it is generally made from pork blood. So it's literally. Uh, and a relatively high proportion of oatmeal. So it is oatmeal and blood. That is that is vile. <laughs> you're not supposed to eat blood, right? Uh, I mean, you're you're preaching to the choir here, bud. Oh. I'm sure we have some Brits that are listening right now that are angry. Hey, and and I love you. Thank yeah. you for listening. Oh, <laughs> blood sausage te- is gross. Uh, yeah, I wasn't I, talking to you. I no, thought I you were. I thought Brits. you were telling me. I was like, thank you. I did. No, 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 no. But blood sausage just. The, maybe it's delicious. You know what? Maybe it's the meatiest of all meat products. Yeah. But I... I, I mean, if, if, if a Brit, if you want to call into our voicemail and say, try blood sausage, yeah. we'll give it a go. I honestly. will I will go to England. Yeah. I'll sit in a pub and have yeah. like six Guinness drafts, okay? <laughs> and then I will try oh, a piece dude, of your blood I, sausage. I feel like that's a, that's a sloshy stomach waiting to happen. No, 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 no. You get real hungry. You get nice and you get, you get kind of... You know, you want some fish and chips. Yeah. And someone's like, hey, try me blood sausage. And I'm like, all right, because I'm hungry enough. <laughs> but that's um, when I'll do it. You might not have room for the blood sausage because you know what they say about Guinness. Stop it, Matt. No, it's we're not a, having this argument. This is a loaf of bread. Guinness in glass. is amazing. It is not a loaf of bread. It's low <laughs> calorie. It's 125 calories of beer. Not a big deal. Drink it. Hot tip. If you ever want to piss Gabe off, just say uh, Guinness is a bread in a glass. Because so, it's lightly carbonated. <laughs> There's no carbonation. So it's actually way less. Um, Case in point. So this was directed by <laughs> Edgar Wright, who is one of my favorite directors. Who if is that? not my favorite, uh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. Uh, he's directed Scott Pilgrim, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, he has directed Hot Fuzz. He's directed um, At World's End. He's directed so many things. Uh, most recently, Baby Driver. Yep. So he's been working for a long time. And he has he's, an announced movie coming out, but it, there's, no, there's nothing about it. Yeah. I um, feel like he's pretty secretive up until they start releasing trailers. Yeah. Um, so Shadows know, is what it's called. Ooh, hopefully we'll learn about it soon because I love Edgar Wright. Uh, this is one of my more favorite Edgar Wright films. Uh, very hard to rank, but this is definitely up in the top five. So four million pounds is what this costs to make. I don't have the <laughs> I don't know what that uh, means. The, the conversion there, but 13.5 million pounds is what it made. The tagline is a romantic comedy with zombies. Okay. That, really? That's the tagline? Yeah. Very much what it is, though. I mean, yeah. Matter of fact. The bad tagline, but. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, some trivia that I have John and Bernie run the Winchester, that is a bar in this movie. It's a very important part of this movie. These are the real names of the landlord and the landlady who used to run Simon Pegg's local pub, mm. the Shepherds in Highgate. John used to make toasted sandwiches for regulars, hence the reference to the Breville Outback, a joke that they make a few times in this movie. Right. 
Peg and Nick Frost were regular attendees of the Shepherds Thursday Night Quiz, hence the line, we do the quiz, which is also a funny homage later in the film, Okay. when Sean is knocking on the Winchester's door. Uh, Chris Martinoff, uh, who also is in Coldplay, uh, who, he plays a zombie in the film, also attended the uh, quiz nights. Okay. So if you know um, Chris Martin of Coldplay, is what I'm going to say, not Martinoff. Chris Martin of Coldplay. Chris, Chris Martinov is a Russian guy. That, uh, <laughs> yeah. No one, no one knows who he is. Uh, my name is uh, Chris, Chris Martinov. Martinov. I love uh, Scott Pilgrim and uh, yeah. Shaun of the Dead. So that's a fun fact. Yeah, fun. Yeah, fun. This movie has a 76 on Metascore, an 8.0 on IMDb. Ebert gave it three stars. Ebert, Ebert, and has a 92 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. All right, that's that's good. It's up there. It's, it's up, up there where it's it belongs. It's widely loved. It's up there where it belongs, Gabe, and I'm going to preemptively fight you about that because <laughs> you've already told me that you don't agree. No, 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 no. I, lo- I, I like this movie a lot. Um, I have a few issues with Edgar Wright. Okay. I love him, but uh, we'll get into it. We'll get to those. It's nothing big. We'll get to those. It's nothing big. All right, a group of friends are in a bar. Liz thinks Sean is irresponsible and too attached to his best friend, Ed. Uh, Sean is played by um, Simon Pegg. Ed is played by Nick Frost. Liz is played by a British actress. Her name I can't remember. I'm very sorry about that. But um, Liz is Sean's girlfriend, and and they always go to this bar called the Winchester, which yes. is where they're at now. And she's very upset about that. She wants them to do things. She wants to go to dinner with him. She wants to go to the theater. She wants to like have a relationship with him. But he's so infantile and the way that he thinks about the world and he loves his best friend so much that he's willing to kind of hurt their relationship to keep that going yes he uh, ed is always around yeah ed's always around yeah yeah and sean at the end of this promises to turn things around but it's kind of a half-hearted promise he he says yeah of course we'll do things and then takes a swig of his beer and kind of he's yeah. like grimacing a little bit yeah it hurts kinda, him to say that he's kind of like off somewhere else in this scene where is yeah. where is he in this scene uh, he's just uh, he's thinking about his friend and all the fun things he's going to miss out on. Hmm, okay, that's what I think. All right. Do you mean that he was somewhere else mentally? That you're saying? Well, they kind of set it up like the fr- the opening shot is a, a become kind of an iconic shot mm-hmm. in cinema with with Simon Pegg sitting there with his beer, mm-hmm. looking distraught. Yeah. Um. So it, it, the scene to me kind of reads like she's saying all these things to him, but he's preoccupied with something else. Yeah. But but he's really not he's not he's not I, thinking about Ed. Ed is just there playing uh, pinball. Yeah, like it's not a. Well, I think it's the the thought of giving up the lifestyle that he has that hmm. it's making him nervous. Okay, right. So he doesn't he don't want to commit. He he loves yeah. Liz, but he doesn't want to. Yeah. Okay. Most definitely, he's a child. Yeah. Which is in complete juxtaposition to where he ends up later in the movie. Yeah. Uh, so there's a fantastic opening scene in this movie that uh, there's some kind of like light. I don't know the genre elevator music, I guess, but it's like do dee do do dee do dee do dee, and it has yeah. everybody in the town that they're in 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 uh, England. They all look like zombies. They're just living their normal life. They're yeah. not zombies yet. Very 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 funny. Very cute. Yeah, and they're all just kind of going through their mundane lives, yes. and it's just a commentary on where we are, or at yes. least where they were as a British society in two thousand four. This movie came out in two thousand four, dude. I know that blows my mind. It, it it's crazy, and I didn't see it till I was in college. So I, I didn't see this movie till probably like four years after it came out. Yeah, four or five years. I don't yeah. know why. I, I don't think miss, I saw I, it. I just missed yeah. it. I think I saw it in high school. So I, I probably saw it around the same time you did. Yeah, but I was a junior in high school when it came out. So you yeah. were younger, but yeah, uh, it's old, mind blowing. That's a tangent. 
So and it has a few, it. and it has a few people in it now who are quite famous. Yeah, and they weren't at the time. Like Martin Freeman is in this movie for like a hot second, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. Simon Pegg uh, and Nick Frost weren't that big, at least uh, here. Yeah, Rafe Spall is in this movie, who's a mm-hmm. great actor, and he plays Noel, the the jerk kid at the place where Simon Pegg works. Like, mm-hmm. there's some good people in this movie, most definitely. So uh, their roommate Pete, who is played by a British actor, I can't remember his name either. But Great I feel like act. his name is Peter. Yeah, he works a lot. Serafinowitz. Serafinowitz. Yeah, so good. Yeah, he works a lot. He's one of those faces that you recognize when yes. you see his face. He's a very funny actor. But he's kind of straight edge. Um, Ed and Sean are very much not that way. They're very sloppy. They keep the apartment very dirty. And Ed just kind of plays video games all day. And you think that he may be dealing drugs. That's kind of what his bag is. So Pete comes in and like basically tells him, uh, he tells Sean that he wants Ed out. But it's clear that Sean has this fondness for Ed where he overlooks his faults and kind of feeds into it. He's enabling him. He's an enabler, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Liz calls Pete to move their, uh, or sorry, Liz calls Sean to move their dinner reservation into later in the evening. Yes. Because uh, they're going to go get dinner that night. But he won't get the message because they set up right before this that Ed listens to his own messages and doesn't write down anyone else's or keep the messages. So we already know that things are going to be a little bit trouble for Sean down the line. Yes. And and this is where I wrote down that this is why I love Edgar Wright is because there are so many subtleties that are things that pay off later. Maybe not in your first viewing, but if you know the movie pretty well already, there are things you're going to see. They're like, oh, that comes up later in yeah. the spot. Which some people don't like that, but I really enjoy it. It gives you a reason to go back, and it gives it's the reason that Edgar Wright has the cult status that he does. Sure, sure. What's your example? Is it is it that? What, what? There are just like yeah, there are things that like right before that, Pete said, make sure you write down the messages yeah. when people call, and then two seconds later, somebody calls, and you know that that's gonna be a bad thing. Right. But then also, there's this scene where Sean is walking through to this convenience store. Yes. And it's a continuous shot. It's a really nice use of a camera. And then there's this radio coverage that he's not really paying attention to that's in the background that kind of fades in and out about a zombie apocalypse yeah. possibly happening. People are leaving. There's like police. You don't really know what's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then there's, um, there's a kid that he works with that we mentioned earlier at the store that there's a pen that he puts in his pocket and there's a red patch where the pen has been bleeding into his pocket. And he says, you've got red on you. Yeah. And the first time you watch it, you're like, Oh, what, what does that mean? But this comes up like four or five times and it's just a joke that keeps mounting and mounting. So it's stuff like that. Just very small things. Yeah. Small little, yeah. Quips. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So Liz calls Sean and recommends, uh, the Winchester because, uh, or Liz calls Sean and he recommends the Winchester because he messed up the, dinner reservation he didn't make the reservation he, he tried he called mm-hmm. and they were busy yeah uh and so she's like oh you didn't make the reservation yeah so and another small thing is earlier in the movie she said why don't you make a reservation of that place that sells the fish yes and <laughs> as he's going through the phone book looking for the place the place is called the place that sells the fish <laughs> yeah <laughs> very very funny um so sean goes to her apartment but her friends stop him because she's obviously upset at this point because they don't she doesn't want to go back to the winchester her annoying friends her annoying friends i can't, I can't stand the guy man I, he drives me insane i think uh, you mean like i mean that's the point obviously yeah i i guess it is because he he's like a famous famous irish comedian um what's his name in this movie david yeah david he's so annoying in this movie yeah. but he's very very realistic yeah like I don't know, but I, I think ha- that's the yeah. That's I, probably I the him. point. Yeah, I hate him. He's he's very um, what's the word counter? 
He's just argumentative. He's 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 just judgmental, but it's not that. He's like a he's a loser. He's like a total loser. He's a total dweeb. <laughs> I, mean, I hate to be a jerk, but he's like not a cool guy. Yeah. He probably is in real life, but in this movie I don't know. But like he thinks him. he is, right? Sure. Yeah. So his friends try to stop him from getting in. They're like, no, she doesn't want to see you. She's in a room. Go away. Um, and there's a great moment where they they get off of the buzzer intercom that they're talking to him yes. through. And they hear this grunting. They hear like, Ugh. and they look over to the window where I guess they're on the second or the third floor. <laughs> and they look over and you think that he's going to pop over yeah, the side of the Yeah, because they won't railing. let him in. So he's like, fine, I'll climb up there. Yeah. Yeah. And then quickly it cuts back it smashes back to the the intercom and you hear a buzz and he says can you please let me in yeah so, <laughs> so funny man i love little moments like that. yeah like he tried to do it and he couldn't or something is yeah. that what they're saying yeah and and this is like this movie is like smash cut city man because yes. th- that's what the humor relies on it's a very quick change of pace from what you were expecting so it's one of those movies where it doesn't bother me i think that a lot of movies use it poorly but i think edgar wright is kind of a master it's of, kind of, of his that, style the editing yeah yeah and I, I appreciate it. it. It is done very well in this movie. This is a good example of that. Definitely. So Liz breaks up with Sean because she doesn't want to end up at the pub every night. So Sean's out. Yeah, makes sense. Ed and Sean go to the Winchester. Uh, Sean is obviously distraught. He's crying. Ed is trying to cheer him up. He's acting like a monkey doing funny things that he likes. Yeah. Um, they have and, some shots. Yeah. Start drinking. And this is where you start to see that things are probably turning for the worse. There's like, and there's a nice frame uh, framing of a shot where you you see Ed's face, and behind him there's an opaque window, and you mm-hmm. just see somebody walk up to it very slowly and slam their hand on the window and kind of drag it down a little bit. Yeah, they're just being ominous. And they think it's just atmosphere. a drunk guy. Yeah, they're so. Uh, th- these two characters are very much in their own world. Most they're, the, they're these lazy video game playing just like um british uh, weird like british sensibilities like let's talk like nothing can really things don't interrupt them they don't bother them mm-hmm. and so they never look at they never look at the tv they never stop to listen they're just drinking their pints and doing shots and hanging out at the bar and the world is falling apart around them but they have no idea yeah they're totally and, oblivious and that's it. why it's great and funny especially when they leave the winchester they're totally hammered mm-hmm. and and these people are they see this guy <laughs> and he's a zombie <laughs> But they don't know that, and they're singing a song, and the guy happens to grunt or groan. Yeah, they're and they're like, and they think he's like drunk and playing yeah. along, and <laughs> it's just great. They have no idea. Yeah, and um, so they go home, and they they're having this rager at like four a.m. in their apartment. They're playing all their old vinyls and like DJing and having a great time. Yeah. Pete comes down and throws their vinyl out the window, and it's like, "Go to sleep, sort your life's out. You're terrible." Yeah. And there's another another just like small funny line where Ed says, "Next time I see him, he's dead." Yes. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you're not going to take him seriously, or you're not going to register. But like I said, upon viewings and viewings, you're going to realize. Yeah, and I caught that this time. I was like, "Oh, that's that's cute." Yeah, that's very it's cute. Yeah, very cute. So uh, it, there's a small note I made here that, do you know what the Cornetto trilogy is? Is it this trilogy? The, so Because so, a Cornetto is an ice cream bar. It's an ice cream. In this movie, because Allison was like, what's a Cornetto? I was like, I don't know. And then yeah. you see it's an ice cream bar. But yeah, I mean, it's World's End. Mm-hmm. This Hot movie, fuzz. Hot Fuzz in this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I think this came from a joke. I read this a long time ago, so my memory might be hazy, but... In this movie, Ed wants that as a hangover treat. So this is where Sean actually goes to the place I was talking about earlier, but it's the second time he goes where yes. everything's messed up, and we'll yes. talk about that in a second. But he gets a Cornetto ice cream for him, 
And in each movie, the Cornetto ice cream is mentioned. In okay. those three. I didn't and, know that. And also they use different colors. So in this one, it's like strawberry flavor. So it's supposed to rec- like be blood and gore. And huh. the middle one is uh, blue for police. And the third one is green for people coming from outside of our world and inhabiting our world. So I didn't know that. Just a fun little through line yeah, with ice cool. cream. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. I knew it was a trilogy. I mean, quote unquote trilogy, like they're not related films. No. But uh, they're in the same world. Same actors. Yeah. yeah same director. So, yeah. But just a fun little thing for them, I think, that ended up, you know, being uh, fun. the equivalent of a Cornetto in our in our country is like a drumstick. Drumstick. Yeah. Yeah. Drumstick. Well, we have exactly what a Cornetto is in drumstick form because I think when you think drumstick, you think the 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 cone and then you have like a chocolate Mm -hmm. like a normal ice cream ball that's covered in chocolate yes but they also have the ones that have like it's like a swirly but it's cut off in the middle it's cut off at the top it's hard to describe it's it's like a a cylinder was cut there's ice cream at the top it's not covered in chocolate yeah yeah what was that shape you tried to say a few episodes ago (laughs) i don't know you tried to say it wasn't a cylinder cubular oh uh i think i made up the word cubular cubular um yeah yeah i like that i like that i want a shirt with cubular cubular yeah sounds like something the turtles would say yeah the turtles the ninja turtles the ninja turtles yes the teenage mutant ah very specific so the next day um the world has gone to hell Sean doesn't seem to notice. Like we said, it's the same shot from earlier. Yeah. So he he's going to the store that he always goes to every day. But this time, there's freaking blood on the windows, and he slips in a pool of blood, yeah, but doesn't, doesn't notice. Know. He's so he's tired. He's hungover. Yeah. And um, he, he goes to the counter, and he's like, I owe you 15 quid or whatever he says. And you can see the shop owner coming out from behind yeah. a wall like and just kind of walking towards yeah. him menacingly. Blurry, and he doesn't notice him. Yeah. Because he's not there. He's like he's calling his name. He's not there to take his money. So he just takes this Coke and or Diet Coke and like the mm-hmm. the Cornetto. Yeah. Why does he always open the he opens the refrigerator and like looks at the Coke? I don't know. Th- these are little things that bother me about I don't know Edgar Wright or a movie. Like he he opens up this refrigerator and looks at the Coke and puts it back. And I'm like, why are you why are you looking at the Coke? You know what a Coke is. Like, are you just what are you doing? Maybe he was thinking about getting it, but decided against it. It's such a weird nitpicky thing, but he does yeah. it. He does it twice. So I'm just saying, it's like that's his daily routine. I guess yeah. it's it's normal. It's rote. It's like the thing, but I just it's not it's not necessary. Okay, moving on. Sorry. Okay, nitpick. Why don't you make your own movie? Yeah, I will. You know what? <laughs> Where okay. nobody looks at cokes. I'm gonna make that movie we talked about, that Liam Neeson movie. Um, what? <laughs> in the last episode not, Le- not Liam Neeson we talked about an Anaconda movie oh and we were going to pitch it to Ben Affleck with Ice tea. yeah with Ice tea. oh yeah, yeah no yeah, that's yeah. not going to happen no, it's good. that'd it's, be great it's, if it's it happening it's yeah okay, okay. I'll, I'll be on the lookout for it so um, and this is in the next scene it's just one of the greatest uses of news in a film I think I've ever seen so Very most funny. of the time you, you get news and it's exposition right it's just like this is happening in the world today and everyone's freaking out. And in a normal movie, it would have been one person on the news saying yeah. all of this. Yeah, and it would have yeah. been like, this is really important, so pay attention to this. But in this part, it's just Sean channel surfing. And all of the things that the news anchors are saying, or it's like daytime TV, there's sports on, everything they say is completing a sentence and it all makes sense. It's all coherent. Yes, It all links together and it's all basically saying that there's panic on the streets of London. Uh, people are getting eaten, and and you know there's there's crazy stuff happening. So I just really appreciate stuff like that. 
Edgar Wright really thinks outside of the box when he does stuff like that. It's very, it's very Edgar Wright. It's like an early example of his style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one guy who says, though no official, no one official is prepared to comment. Religious groups are calling it Judgment Day. There's and he changes the channel, and it cuts to a Morrissey music video. Panic on the streets of London. Changes the channel. News reporter and inc- as an increasing number of news, uh, change the channel. Serious attacks on, change the channel. People who are literally being, change the channel. <laughs> eaten alive, change the channel. Witness reports at best are sketchy. Uh, detail seems to be that the attackers, in many instances, appear to be, change the channel. Dead excited to have with us here a sensational chart topping, whatever. Yeah. So it's great. It's like a documentary about you know an animal eating another animal alive. Mm-hmm. All this stuff. It's very funny. Yeah. Very Edgar Wright. Very, very clever. So uh, in the next scene... They wake up again. It's later that day. There's a woman in their backyard, and Ed notices this, and he says, "There's a girl in the garden." And <laughs> yeah. Sean, Sean says, "What?" And he gets up and looks, and they see that there's just this woman in the back, the backyard that's kind of staring off. Her back is to them. They yeah. can't see her face. Yeah. And they just they badger her for a second. They're like, "Hey, what, uh, what are you doing in our garden? Why don't you turn around? What are you doing out here? You need help getting home." And then she, yeah. Yeah. she kind of like turns around, and you can see that she's a zombie, right? And then he, she starts getting closer and closer. And Sean's like, stop playing around. I'm, I'm being serious now. Like, don't touch me. Don't make me physically hurt you. Yeah. Whatever. He's like, okay, I'm about to push you. And he pushes her. And she gets impaled yeah. by what looks like something that would hold a, an umbrella over a table or something. It's like a weird standing pipe yeah. in their backyard. Well, like I a think rusty it, pipe. It was one of those things that like holds an umbrella, like in the between a table, it looked like to me, but maybe not holds an umbrella you know what i'm talking about like you put an umbrella no. in your table no and, yeah no. like like outside you never have a table had with a bunch of chairs never had an umbrella holder at a table maybe <sighs> yeah. like the middle the thing you mean an umbrella that covers the table what you mean like a a, a sun a, yes not not a literal holding your but umbrella. what's that called a sunshade well, I thought you meant like we had an umbrella, like it's raining. No. And, hey, put your umbrella in my umbrella no. holder. <laughs> use your use your brain. Yes, that's what it looks like. But yeah. to me, it was like a rusty pipe. I don't know okay. what it was for, but sure. Okay. Semantics. Sure. You know, tomato, matter. tomato, umbrella, umbrella. That doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. Anyway, she gets back up. So it's obvious that that's not going to kill her. So they run back inside. She's a zombie. She's a zombie. So they go back outside. They see that now there's another character out there they try to throw all these things at them they see these household items because they hear that you're supposed to bash their brains in on the news yes or dis or uh you know behead them and that doesn't work so they go back inside and grab all these vinyls because they think oh we'll throw at them and that'll cut their heads off and that's a great scene because they're picking through all this music Very funny. and they're critiquing it at the same time like is this worth throwing at these zombies yes uh, and there's like a bunch of British artists. I don't um, remember like what. Like, sh- but there's like the Batman soundtrack. Yeah, Shonda like, was one. Or uh, Sh- um, Shasta. <laughs> <laughs> Not no no no. Who is it? Uh, um, oh crap. It was oh, Sha. Yeah. Sha. Yeah yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Um, not not Sia because she wasn't around at this time. No, and Sia's um, not British, right? Sade, 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 Sade. That's right. And he said that was um, that's Liz's album, and, yeah, and he, throws he throws it. it yeah. yeah. So just a fun little moment there. And they're terrible shots. Like they yeah. can't they can't hit anything. I mean, how easy does it throw a vinyl at a zombie? That's true. And then when they do, <laughs> it's kind of like it sticks in this guy's head, and it's funny. But yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's a funny scene. They they waste a lot of things mm-hmm. trying to hit these zombies. And then they remember that there's a shed out back. And so, um, <laughs> so earlier when they were outside, Sean mentioned that it was locked and they don't know why it was locked. They've never been in there. 
And so in this moment, he's running towards it. And I was like, I thought you said it was locked. And it cuts to inside of the shed. And it just cuts to Sean jumping through the wall. Bursting through it. Yeah. So uh, another funny moment. But they get these, uh, they get a cricket bat and a shovel. And they just bludgeon these zombies to death. Yeah. In their backyard. Um, And then another moment. This is when Ed tells Sean again, you've got red on you. Because he's covered in blood this time. So bringing back that joke. Yeah. Weird way to say it, right? You got red on you. You got red on you. I don't know. Maybe that's how Brits say things. They reorganize. But how would you say it? Uh, There's a red spot on you. Yeah, there's a red spot. There's like blood on your shirt. There's a red stain on your shirt. You've got red on you as an odd, like, English statement. Yeah. Right? Well, Brits are weird. We've already established this. They are so weird. We've already established this. You're so weird. We love you, British listeners. We love you. We love you, darling. You've got blood sausage on you. <laughs> Just draped over your this neck. Is gross. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what they do. Maybe they do that. This is a festival, blood sausage festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Sean. Sausage festival. <laughs> yes. So, Sean's stepdad was bitten by a zombie, and we learned that in kind of a funny way. His, his mom calls, and first he thinks it's Liz. He's like, oh, God, Liz. And he learns that it's his mom. And then she calls and says, I've got a bit of bad news. And he's like, Mom, are you bit? And she yeah. says, No, your stepdad was bit. And he goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's yeah. totally oh, okay. violent. And, and then Ed asks, Was she bitten? No, no, it was, it was, uh, what's his name? He's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because obviously there's a distaste for her stepdad that we get yeah. immediately. We yeah. don't need any other, th- we get that immediately. It's, it's amazing. So Sean wants to go to Liz's. And Ed wants to go to where he feels safe. They're thinking about where to end up because they can't stay in their apartment because zombies are in their freaking backyard and there's like 20 of them outside. Yeah. So they agree that they need to go to the Winchester because they can, um, you know, board up the walls. There's enough food for them to live on for a few days. They have beer. Um, so they agree on the Winchester. Sean goes upstairs to pee and finds out that their roommate has been turned into a zombie He's locked in the bathroom with him for a moment, so that's kind of a, a scary moment, but he ends up getting away. Yes. He has to get his car keys as well. They take his car. Yes. Um, so Sean gets to his mom's house, and she convinces Sean to bring his stepdad along. And this is such a great scene, right? This is what the one we were talking about earlier when we were making fun of Bill Nye's voice. under a cold tap. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> So he, he gets there and, she, you know, she has to make him tea and they're talking and we learn a little bit more about how Sean feels about his stepdad. And he goes in there and he's obviously like way messed up. He's sweating. And yeah, he's, he's real pale. pale. Yeah. His arm is in a sling. He's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to go to the Winchester. I want to stay here in my home where I feel safe. Yeah. And it's kind of funny, too, because Sean doesn't... Uh... I don't know why he's protecting his mom. He's like doesn't want to tell her that there's basically a zombie in- infestation or whatever going oh, on. She she loves his dad um, and doesn't want to know that he has to die. Yeah, I guess. So he walks into the room and raises the cricket bat over his head. He's like, and he goes, "Sorry, Phil." And Phil <laughs> goes like, "What does he say?" He's like, he's "What like, do, for what? What did you do this yeah, time?" Yeah, for what? What did you do this time? And and he's like, he freaks out and he yeah. almost kills the guy. And he's right, definitely puts it behind his back. Yeah, 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 it's funny. Yeah, uh, so. I lost my place. So they go outside, and um, another funny thing is that is that Ed crashed Pete's car because he wants to drive a Jaguar yes. that Bill Nye's character owns. Yes, uh, it's very he's chomping at the bits to own that or to drive it. So they're driving and they're going very fast. Um, and then they they uh, Phil gets Phil, does Phil get bit again at this point? I think I might have written this at the wrong time. 
he event he gets bit before they get into the car. So they're oh, t- they're, right. they're arguing right. at the car about uh, how he crashed the other car, and some zombies show up and bite Phil in the neck. Yeah, so he's obviously going to be even more toast than yeah. he was before. Yes. So they they go to Liz's apartment now, um, and this time, kind of like last time, he he calls them on the intercom. They don't want to let him in. They don't know if he's been bitten. They don't know if he's you know whatever. They're they're safe where they're at. Right. And so again, we cut to the same exact shot of the window of him climbing over, but this time he actually gets over. So this is part of the reasons I also think this movie is successful because it's always focusing on bettering our protagonist. You know, he's growing in this moment. So this time he actually does climb over the wall. Yeah, he gets to the top. He doesn't want them, he doesn't like take the easy way out. Right. Yeah. So there's some light resistance from David about going to the Winchester, like we mentioned before. Super annoying. He's a contrarian. He doesn't want to go. But, you know, he convinces, uh, Sean convinces them to go. Basically, by making him uncomfortable because he mentions that David is in love with Liz in some way. It's a it's a funny moment. He's like, "If you love her so much, why don't you marry her?" Yeah. And then it's funny. It leaves the shot is just David and uh, the girl Diana, Diana, I think name. who are dating. I guess. Yeah, they're dating. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, "I don't know why he would say that." Yeah. And then the camera just stays on him. He's like, "I I don't know what would make him say that." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. So it's obvious that David has some feelings for Liz. Yeah. So it's at this point where Philip actually turns in the car. So he's been bitten multiple times. He's on his way out. Um, and so they're all locked in there with him in this very tight Jaguar. And um, so everyone has to get out. There are child locks, which is another funny callback to a, a moment earlier. And yep. they have to like, you know, Ed has to get out and let everyone out. Um, and, and there's another moment here where <laughs> Sean has to tell his mom, he's like, there's nothing of that man you loved in there anymore. <laughs> yeah. And he turns off this rock music that I was playing. He, he, it looks like he's a, he's a zombie by this point. And it looks mm-hmm. like he's trying to get out and attack them, but really he's just trying to get to the radio to turn mm-hmm. it off. It's funny. Yeah. So they get to the Winchester, but the door is locked. Um, so it's at this point where Sean blows up on Ed. So you can tell their relationship is strained at this point. Um, because he is just always like, he's kind of trying to push Sean around in this friendly kind of way. Like he, he says like, you know, forget about your stepdad, whatever. And Sean is like, at this point, really emotionally attached to him because his mom is going through this very emotional moment. So he just yells at him and you can tell there's some straining. Yeah. There. Well, and, and they're being encroached upon by this horde, horde of zombies yeah. and Ed's cell phone goes off like a <laughs> moron and he, and he sits down hearkening back to the fact that they're just these two British, like you know, stoner, I don't know, whatever. Nothing can bother them. And he sits down and takes this call like as if as if nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. And so Sean is pissed because it cues the zombies. They hear the phone and mm-hmm. now they're, yeah. Yeah, and there's also a great scene while they're walking in the Winchester where they encounter another group that's just yeah, very the makeup funny. of their group. Yeah. So they're, you know, you have your Simon Pegg character, you have your love interest, you have the mom, you have the lame friend that's yeah. tagging along, you have like the guy who was David's character. Same characters, yeah. And they all walk past each other, they all say hello to each other. Yeah. It's very, very <laughs> funny. So Diane is actually an actress. We didn't really mention that earlier, but she's not really an important character in the movie for the most part. Right. She shows the group how to act like zombies because. They look over this wall and they see just a horde of zombies in front of the Winchester. So they know there's no way they can get to it. And so she says they do like an acting exercise and they all go through and they do their own interpretation of what a zombie looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And Sean's mom is actually just like daydreaming, <laughs> and Diane goes, "Great job, that's yeah. really good." Well, because she's—it's funny because she's been bitten, uh-huh. and we—I think we know that at that we we do we yeah. know it at the time, and so we know. Oh, okay, she's like turning into a zombie, but it's funny because like, oh, great job, Barbara, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's and it, every time they talk to her, she's like, "Oh, he- hello." Yeah, she's like, "Oh, it's she's miles so, away." She's dude. so out of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they actually do act like the zombies, which. This scene is more tense than most scary movies. Okay. Because you, you have a group of people. Some of them are doing a convincing job acting like zombies. Some of them are very much doing a terrible job terrible acting job. like zombies. Yep. Like his mom is just walking up straight going, eh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and so you, you have all these zombies that are just watching them. And the camera keeps going past the horde and they turn back and they're all looking at the group. So you know that they know that something's up. And, and I just feel like I feel like a lot of movies could take a note from this that not everything has to be jump scares. If you just put, like, in this world, this moment is actually very tense. Yeah. Because, A, like I said, people aren't doing a good job of being zombies, and they're in a group of zombies that are recognizing that they're not doing a good job of being zombies. Right. And so it is tense. It's, yeah. it's a nice tension builder. And they don't have any blood on them or anything to, like, mm. disguise their scent. But I guess in this world, these zombies don't know you by that. But, yeah. No. Yeah, they're in, this is the own class of zombie. This isn't a Romero zombie. It's, yeah, yeah. It's its own thing. Um, so they get to the Winchester, but the front door is locked. And this is where Sean blows up on Ed again, because I think this is actually where his oh, cell phone yeah, goes right. off. Sorry, my bad, my bad. And then all of the zombies are now looking at them because Sean has been yelling at Ed and his cell phone went off. But it's funny because they look back and they're all just kind of like staring at them for a moment. They aren't yeah. like actually walking towards them. Um, and so Sean says there's an a entrance around back they can go through. David disagrees and throws a trash can through the window. Ugh, even they told him not to. Be so mad. <laughs> David. Freaking David, man. So Sean actually distracts all the zombies and runs off and everyone is able to get inside safely. So Sean returns to the pub. They're unsure whether or not he'll come back. There's some dialogue about David like taking over ownership. He's trying to be a man now. Yeah. And he's like, we have to keep moving. We have to go elsewhere. When is Sean going to come back? Uh, but the, everyone else is like, we're just going to wait for Sean. Right, and, and Sean obviously has it together. It's really funny. They're like, "Yeah, well, he 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 has a plan. He's gonna come back." And David's like, "What? What's his plan? To sit in the dark and eat peanuts all night?" Yeah. And then when he shows up, he's like, "So, uh, hey, everyone, I made it back." <laughs> and uh, and then it cuts, and they're in the dark, and they're eating peanuts at a yeah. table. Yeah, which might be the best plan they had. That's funny. So th- they're there for a little bit, and then we learn that the electricity isn't on. So Sean wants to figure out how to get it on. So he goes back to the back room where the breakers are. And he turns on the lights, and there's this shot behind him of this window that's in a door frame. And as he turns on the lights, you can see that there are just a horde of zombies yeah. outside of the door. Up so against he, the window. So he like pulls up the blinds on the window and puts them <laughs> right back down because he yeah. sees that there's 30 zombies out there. So he walks back inside, and it's just kind of moon-faced. And everyone's like, what's wrong? It's like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about anything. Yeah. Uh, so he's obviously freaking out internally at this point. And Ed fires up a freaking arcade game. Yeah, he asks Liz for like some quid or whatever. Yeah, he's like, got, on it, yeah. got 25 quid? Or, yeah. You know, two, two I don't, quid, I don't what, know. <laughs> whatever those how many crazy quids? British people What's do. What's a quid? It's, it's, uh, it's, like, it's a slang for pound? It's like a squid. Ah. Yeah. So they just have a bunch of squids yeah. in their pockets? Yeah, it's this weird squid-like ah. creature, I thought. Interesting. Yeah. So they eat blood sausage and they just and have they pockets have full of squids. Squids, yeah. Ah, interesting. So everyone gets really mad at this point and they find out that like, yes, there are tons of zombies around us at this point. They followed Sean back to where they're at in the Winchester. The owner of the pub actually gets out 
and attacks them at this moment. He's a zombie, yeah. He's a zombie. And (laughs) this is such a great scene where the jukebox turns on and it's um it's a queen song don't stop me now. don't stop me now it's on random it's on random yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop me now and they're all beating him with pool sticks and it's choreographed and it's going along to the beat it's very edgar wright who always plays with music and yes. like tries to make things that tries to make basically mini music videos in his movie um which i actually really enjoy they're on beat i just wish it was it's funny but i wish it was like a little more realistic i know this mm-hmm. movie's not realistic i get it you mean zombies don't exist yeah well yeah apparently not weird yeah but i just wish it's just kind of silly because they're not they're not hitting him hard yeah but it's like don't stop me now <laughs> and they're just they're just like gently patting him with their pool cues because you know they can't they're debilitating hit. him until they yeah. can kill him so it's just kind of like it's funny but it's you have to just let yourself enjoy it i don't know i yeah. was like i just wish they were like hitting him killing him <laughs> what with their fists i don't know they're just gently tapping him it's not yeah. gonna do anything yeah so ed finds a rifle over the bar which is the namesake of the bar at the winchester and there's a bunch of debates early on about whether or not it actually works but it turns out that it does uh so they end up killing the guy who owns the bar they shoot him in the head so now they have a gun so you think they have some form of defense and um all the zombies are starting to break in through the windows. Everything is closing in. And we find out that now everyone knows that Sean's mom has been bitten. So there's going to be a tough moment where you know that they have to deal with that. And then David wants to shoot Sean's mom, which is obviously the most sensible thing to do. But Sean is obviously very emotionally attached to his mom. So he tells him to get away. And there's a very tense moment where you think David might just go through it within a shooter. But Sean actually takes the gun and ends up just shooting his mom so nobody else has to do it. Yeah, it's a tense scene. It's probably the most like realistic emotional scene in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I just like the way that this was done because Sean gives the gun to David and says, "Like, protect us. Watch the windows." And the first instinct in his mind is to not worry about the zombies that are out there, but to worry about the one that's on the inside. Yeah, and there's a great way that he comes up to the scene as you just hear the click of the rifle like he's cocking it and the gun just comes into frame you're like oh man david's mm. gonna shoot the mom now yeah but david ended up actually getting disemboweled by a horde <laughs> of zombies uh yeah that's a gross scene yeah too. like spaghetti like ripping and his, out his face is like all like weird he doesn't really make any noise it's yeah. gross it's creepy yeah. very gross uh so diane opens the door and tries to save him she follows him yeah, she disappears uh, she into disappears, the She goes to the horde, and then the zombies break in. So now they take barricade behind the bar. They pour a bunch of alcohol in the bar and set it on fire. Ed has been bit. Everything is going crazy, but it's just them three. It's Sean, Liz, and Ed now. And they find out that there's a, um escape like cellar yeah. that they go through under the bar. They're hanging out down there, and they contemplate whether or not they need to off themselves because you know there's no point, or do right. they go up? And Ed's been bit, so they eventually just decide that Liz and Sean are going to go up and try and get out because there's like an elevator that goes up to the yeah 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 they the find the, the floor the, level the button that makes it work, and so they can get out. And they leave, Ed, Ed's like pretty much done at this point. Yeah, they leave yeah. him behind. A uh, very sad moment. Yes, but the military comes in and saves them at this point. Yeah. They roll in and just run over a bunch of zombies and start shooting yeah. all the zombies um so they've been saved and then I, I just love the ending of this movie i think it ends in such a perfect way so th- there's a shot uh that early on in the movie we didn't mention because it's very small but i, I like what they did here or what edgar wright did here is 
there's a shot of Sean's feet very early in the movie as he's walking through the hallway in their apartment, mm-hmm. and it's very dirty. There are clothes on the floor. He's not wearing socks, and he just yawns, and it pans up to his face. Yeah, it's, it's, it makes him look like a zombie, right? Yeah. He's asleep, or he's waking up. In this scene, the floors are very clean, and he's wearing clean socks, and you can tell his life has changed, and it's six months later, and all these zombies are being acclimated to society now. They're being used for good, so... Uh, one of the zombies does like he picks up all of the um, the loose carts and the you know yeah, supermarket yeah. And parking it's Noel, lot. No, it's the jerk guy that he worked with. Yeah, the store. Yeah, and then uh, some of them are on like um, reality this is, TV this shows. This is like the funniest scene in the movie for me. Like it's funny, but this is the movie's funny, but this is funny because they're it's like these two zombies at one of the on one of those inflatable games and they're tethered to something and they're running for meat mm-hmm. and it's all these people laughing and like so they've. They've realized that zombies can be good for society, I guess. They can yeah. do these menial jobs. And then they have them on all these game shows. It's kind of degrading, I guess. To yeah. these, like, but it's funny. And, and there's like there's a lot of good social commentary here, too, because there's a documentary or like a TV show that's like zombie, kill the zombies or something. And then like, yeah. like, oh, like three zombies walk up on the horizon in this commercial they show. And it's a very menacing voice. I can't, I can't really think about what it is right now. But um, it's like... This just happened six months ago, and they're already making like dramatic yeah. reality TV to cash in on the hype yep. about it around the world. So I enjoyed that as well. Um, and then just the last shot is him going into the shed, and he keeps Ed as his friend, his zombie, and they just play video games together. And yeah, they can it's, be happy forever. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. He tries to bite him. He's like, Ed. Yeah. And then he don't, doesn't don't, bite him. Don't, yeah. don't bite me, Ed. It's cute. Don't bite me, Ed. Don't bite me yet. That is Shaun of the Dead, Gabe. I enjoyed it more than you, obviously. What what do you think of this movie? Well, so I like this movie a lot. I will probably always stop to watch it if I see it. If I'm walking by a TV screen, I'll sit down and watch it for a few minutes. I just don't worship it like everyone else does. I don't worship Edgar Wright like everyone else does. I I like him. I like all of his movies. Like Baby Driver was a great movie. Uh, I like World's End. I like Hot Fuzz. It's great. His style is clear here, uh, cool transitions, great music. I think his use of sound can get annoying. This is me as an old, my old man coming out, but there's a lot of scenes in this movie where there's a lot of sound going on. And like, there's a scene where he's, ch- he's chatting with Yvonne, this girl he keeps running into, and there's this car alarm going off the whole scene. Mm. And, it, and it's like every time Sean has to step outside, there has to be a car alarm to tell you, the viewer, that the world is ending and there's car alarms going on. But it goes on the entire scene, and it's really loud and really distracting. And I just don't, I don't understand that. Or the whole scene where Ed is obsessed with this Jaguar. Why is he obsessed with this Jaguar? It's totally unnecessary to the plot. It's funny, I guess. But there's six people in the car with him, and Ed is driving like a freaking madman. And that like that Nick Frost Simon Pegg humor is not funny to me. He's driving crazy in this whole, and it's not it's not funny. And they all get pissed off at him for driving so crazy. He's like, "You said you wanted a shortcut, ha 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 ha!" But there's six people in the car, and you're gonna kill everyone just trying to get to where you're going. And it's just, to me, it's annoying. It's not cute. It's like ah, just stop. But it's but it's really loud. There's rock music on the whole time. Everyone's screaming. There's car alarms going off. And this sequence lasts a really long time. I don't know why. This is nitpicky because I like this movie. But sometimes Edgar Wright needs to tone it down. Why is, he, why is it so stimulating? Why does he have to do that? Am, am I off here? Does he, does he not do that? I, mean, I think you already know my answer. 
But you, you think I'm is that your is that your end? Is that your last thought? No, no, no. I just whatever. Um, the movie is not realistic. I get it, but I think we should try to find the realism and unrealism. Uh, I, the car driving stuff is it's not realistic. There's no need for that. Uh, just little things like that. Uh, other than that, it's a great movie. It's bold that you would say these things in front of my Edgar Wright shrine. I know. I'm sorry. It is right next I, to us. Can you apologize? Can you blow those candles out. They're really warm. <laughs> no, I have a thousand candles in front of my Edgar Wright bust. <laughs> I yeah. I I I'm sorry. I love you. I can't disagree more though. I just That's okay. I, I feel like those moments where Ed wants to drive the Jaguar and is willing to be reckless with six lives in the car with him is so telling about his character. And it's such a good way to flesh him out. And I think that's what Edgar Wright is good at. Edgar Wright is very good at creating captivating and interesting and well-developed characters that always go through a change. A problem that I have with a lot of movies that I don't like is that our protagonist or, or you know our anti-hero or, or whatever, they never learn anything. Mm-hmm. They just go through life. They're always the same. They never change. But in this movie, it's so clear that Sean has yes. made a 180 from the person that he was in the beginning. Which yes. is exactly what we want to see. Yes. Which, and we're recording a mini set about Brad's status today. That's the opposite of what happened for me. Mm. Brad didn't change, and mm. so I, I didn't like that movie as much. And I, I do think Edgar Wright has a very particular style, and some, some things I do agree with. I think that maybe sometimes he does take too many liberties with, uh, you know, how loud his sounds are or how many times he uses them. But I think he's gotten better at that. I don't. I, I didn't see as yeah, much of early. that in 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 um in Baby Driver as yes. I did in this, but I do agree. You, you don't need a car alarm going off every time you go outside. What are zombies just constantly running into cars? Yeah, like, well, I, I don't know. I guess. So I get something like they're, that. They're stealing cars. They're smart enough to steal. Grand cars. Theft Zombie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I love Edgar Wright's style, and I think it's very specific, and I think a very specific group of people enjoy it. Um, I mean, I know some people that I went to high school with love mm-hmm. Edgar Wright even more than I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and we have a I have a friend named well, you know Nick as well. Yeah. Nick Jimenez. He's doing a podcast. It's called the I think it's called the Cornetto Minute. Possibly, I can't remember exactly what it's called. But they're going to be going through all three of those movies minute by minute, and it's a very particular podcast style. But I can't wait to listen to that because he's he's so passionate about these movies, and I I think that's another thing that I love about Edgar Wright is because his movies always feel like friends having fun making a movie. Yes, I would agree with that. Which is often lost in the world of Transformers <laughs> and Tokyo. What, what are you saying? Tokyo Drift <laughs> and you got your Baywatch remake. Faster and, and Furiouser. Yeah, the most fast and furious. The most is fastest. And, and this movie just feels like three friends that had an idea and got together and made a movie. They had yeah. a four three million pound budget whatever that is in dollars but you know they were able to you can tell that comes through you can tell the love comes through and i really love stuff like that i love the subtleties and the humor i i I just i'm i'm a really big edgar wright fan and i hope he makes movies for a long long time yeah i think he will unless he gets eaten by a zombie (laughs) very possible it's possible possible. it could happen uh something we didn't mention earlier is there's actually a tidbit that in in night of the living dead uh, it's on a news segment for a little bit that they think that a um, like a satellite crash into Earth brought organisms from outside the Earth that are reanimating the dead. Mm. That's actually addressed in this movie in a very short way and like a news. He's walking by a radio that mentions it like briefly. So yeah, it's clear that they pay homage to the source material as well. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, Edgar Wright's good at that. Yeah, very. He good. gives credit where credit is due. Yes. 
All right, Gabe, that's Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Are you you saying watch it? I don't think we said. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely watch it. it absolutely, it, it, it is it. a great movie. It is, yeah. a, it, and, and at this point in life, as we said earlier, it was made in two thousand four. It's a classic. Mm-hmm. It will always be a classic. Mm-hmm. So you should watch it. It's great. I agree. Watch it, and also listen to our world famous game show, the game that four out of five zombies recommend: the Metascore, the Metascore game. game. Okay, okay, oh freaking K. Can you tell me how badly I'm beating you, please? You're beating me by 450 points. (laughs) So I have Uh, negative 250, you have 200. As we've mentioned, lots of points in this game, not insurmountable mathematically at this point, I think. I haven't done the math. You have to lose. I lose every time, you have to win every time. (laughs) (laughs) Which is possible. Uh, yeah. Let's keep fighting. It's possible. Let's keep fighting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Am I? Uh, uh, I'm giving the you're, movies the first this time. You're you're you giving them first. I'm giving them to you. Yeah, yeah. Where's that patented clock? Do it's have it? right here. It's covered don't, in blood. Don't drop it. I just killed ten zombies. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh, gosh, it's broken. No. Does it still work? It still works. All right. All right. All right. So your theme is Edgar Wright. Oh boy. Scott Pilgrim, sixty nine. Baby Driver, eighty six. Hot Fuzz, seventy. Your minute starts now. Scott Pilgrim, 69. Mm-hmm. Baby Driver, 86. Mm-hmm. Hot Fuzz, 70? 70. Mm. I have seen mm. all of these movies. Mm-hmm. 89 seems very high, but see, now we're in this... We're 86. In the, 86. But see, now, one of my critiques of culture is that we're in this space where everyone just loses their crap over Edgar Wright. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Maybe it, there's a reason. Baby Driver was good, but it I, I like I like this movie a lot ba- more. Baby Driver to me wasn't as, as good as any right. of the yeah, yeah, movies. I, it's my least favorite. Um even though it's good. Mm-hmm. So that's very high, but I culture is dumb and I think there <laughs> that could be where it is. Um You have ten seconds. What's Hot Fuzz again? Uh seventy. And what's the other one? Scott Pilgrim, sixty nine. Four. I think, uh, oh gosh. All right, that's it. I think that um, uh, 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 it's uh, Baby Driver, and I think Baby Driver is lower. That's probably wrong. I don't know. Gabe, you're wrong. Hot Fuzz is an 81. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm dead. Hot Fuzz was an 81. I can't win this game. Metascore. I can't win this game. Not I with have, that. Not with that attitude. I got negative three hundred now. <laughs> so that's uh, two one one two. I'm four hundred points behind you. Is that right? No, no, no. Three two one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm five hundred. What, what kind points. of math are you doing? I I'm five hundred points behind you. Oh. Totally fixable. Yeah. This, yeah. This, this can work. Yeah, definitely. Whatever. Your theme is lost. Okay. The Lost World Jurassic Park, 59. The Lost City of Z, 78. Lost in Translation, 79. 
Oh boy. Hmm. What's the first one? The Lost World, Jurassic Park, with uh, 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 Jeff uh, Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Hmm. And what was the score? Fifty nine. Is that wait? Is that the title for the first Jurassic Park? No, this is the second one. The oh. Lost World. Oh, I don't think I've seen the second Jurassic one. Fifty nine. Fifty nine. And then the other two? The Lost City of Z. Yeah. Seventy eight. Seventy eight. Lost in Translation. Seventy nine. Okay, a Lost City of Z was great. It's on Amazon now, and I'm gonna watch it. It's really, really good. I hope you enjoy it. Um, it's a beautiful movie to look at. It's very well shot. Uh, Seventy eight might be too high though. I don't know, but. Um, and then the last movie was the Lost, Lost in Translation to the 79. Oh, I think it's one of those two. I think it's one of those two. I, Lost City of Z might be too high. I don't, I don't think people liked it that much. Um, ooh. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Lost City of Z is too high. Lost City of Z is too high is your guess. Yeah. You're wrong. Oh, no. Yeah, you're wrong. No. Lost in Translation was actually higher at, at an 89. Really? Shocking, I right? I mean, I love Lost in Translation, yeah, but wow. I know, but that's high for that movie. Yeah. A lot of people don't like that movie. What did he whisper in her ear at the end, Gabe? Oh, who knows? <laughs> Just, uh, I don't know. Meet me in Montauk is what yeah. he said. <laughs> Meet me in Montauk. Okay, well, um, what are the, what's the score? I lost so, 100 points. So you lost 100 points. So that, that, Oh, wait, no, I lost 50. You lost 50 points. That brings you down to 150 points. To negative 300. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't gloat too much. I suck at this game. We're going to see what happens next week. Matt? We'll, we'll think of a new game for next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so if you want to find us on uh, social media. Yes. At Rewind Cinema Pod. Yes. For Twitter and Facebook. Yes. Rewind Cinema Podcast at gmail.com. Yes. For email. Yes. We have a voicemail, Matt. What's the number? It is not to put you on the spot. It is. Uh, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. It's. Um, it's. Uh, it's. 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 Nine zero eight seven six eight two six three six. Call us and tell you what. Tell you. Tell us what you thought. Tell of Shaun you of the what Dead. you thought. Tell you what you thought in a voicemail, so you'll remember it later. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to listen to the sweet tunes of our show today, music was provided as always by. Rewind Cinema. No, that's not true. <laughs> it was provided by Natural Anthem. The, find them at naturalanthem.net oh, and listen to their good music. You put me on the spot a lot today, man. I hey, know. if you want to send us a blood sausage, yeah, hey, hit me up for my address. It'll stay fresh, right? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's blood. Uh, yeah, blood is uh, fresh. Whatever. Next week, we are talking about Primer. I mean, you've got the $400 billion, you've gone to charity route, you have this perfect 100-room mansion with matching his and her yachts and helicopter pads. How do you feel your day? What do you do? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to read this, and you're going to listen, and you're going to stay on the line, and you're not going to interrupt, you're not going to speak for any reason. Some of this you know. Start at the top of the page. Inside the box, it's like a street. Both ends are called the same. They took from their surroundings what was needed and made of it something more. And I can imagine no way in which this thing would be considered anywhere remotely close to say. Why not the lottery? 
You have a margin account, right? For now, though, if you wanted to, you can just tell her you had a good day in the market. You don't understand. No. You don't understand the questions that come with that, okay? Never seen Primer, but I uh, heard it's really good. I've heard it's good. Oh, th- you know what? That's another hearkening uh, back to a few episodes ago. Makes me think of the 80s movie Reanimator. Mm. Even though it's not about the same thing. It yeah. just sounds the same. I never saw Reanimator. I don't even know what that is. Sorry, Gidget. It's a famous 80s cult horror movie oh. about a guy who reanimates dead tissue. Oh. And it's disgusting and bloody and shocking. Mm. Yeah. Check it's it like out. Frankenstein. Sort of. Huh. Yep. All right. Whatever. Well, you know, as always, watch more movies. <laughs> watch more Eggy Wright movies. Watch more eggs. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it's blood. Uh, it is generally made from pork blood, so it's literally uh, and a relatively high proportion of oatmeal. So it is oatmeal and blood. That is that is vile. <laughs> you're not supposed to eat blood, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, you're you're preaching to the choir here, bud. Ugh. I'm sure we have some Brits that are listening right now that are angry. Hey, and and I love you.